Turn your Bible, please, to Matthew chapter 19, verses 13 and 14 and 15. I want to give you this morning, in a brief Bible study, seven reasons why we need to reach children. Our kids' crusade begins tonight. I want to suggest seven reasons why we have a kids' crusade and why our church for many, many years has had a large focus on reaching young people for Christ and reaching children for Christ. When we opened the unit over here, which is called the Children's Wing, Ms. Carol Peacher stood here in the auditorium and sang, Open the Gates for the Children. And that's been one of our themes through the years, to reach children and reach young people and not neglect reaching older people also. Amen. In Matthew 19, Jesus said, or the scripture says, then were brought unto him little children, that he should put his hands on them and pray. And the disciples rebuked them. But Jesus said, Suffer little children, and forbid them not to come unto me, for such is the kingdom of heaven. He laid his hands on them and departed thence. And then turn in your Bible to 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. 2 Timothy 3, 15. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. These are words that were written concerning Timothy and his faith. And a little bit before that in 2 Timothy 1.5, when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwelt first in thy grandmother Lois and thy mother Eunice. At Christmas, we tell them about Santa Claus. But when the church tells them about Jesus, they say, well, you can't understand that. And you can understand about the Easter Bunny. You can understand about Santa Claus. But you can't understand about Jesus. Do you see how unthinking that is? When Jesus said, suffer the little children to come unto me, forbid them not. I think of Samuel. Samuel was maybe seven years old. When he heard in the night, Samuel, Samuel. He said, who are you? What are you saying? He got up and ran to Eli. He thought Eli was calling him. Eli said, you go back to bed. I didn't call you. That happened three times. Eli was wise enough the third time to say, Samuel, if you hear that again, get up out of your bed and say, Speak, Lord, for your servant heareth. Amen. And Samuel heard it again. And he said, Lord, speak to me. What are you saying? And God spoke to Samuel, and he gave his heart to Jesus Christ by faith at that moment. And Samuel became one of the greatest men of God in all of Old Testament history. Fourthly, we need to reach children because with age comes the love of sin. Sin keeps people from Jesus. In Ecclesiastes 11, listen to this. Rejoice, O young man, in thy youth, 
And let thy heart cheer thee in the days of thy youth, and walk in the ways of thine heart, in the sight of thine eyes. But know thou that for all these things, God will bring thee into judgment. The love of sin chokes out the love of God. There's pleasure in sin. If it wasn't fun, nobody would sin. That's the reason they sin, because it's fun. Don't anybody tell you sin isn't fun. Of course it is. Spit at the policemen. Call them pigs. They're just there to help you stay alive. But don't pay any attention. Don't respect them. They're your enemies. They're really your friends. At ages 13, 14, and 15, sin is making its bid. The reason we cannot win some people is because sin has wrapped its tentacles around that person and choked out his spiritual understanding. And so, if we could reach people while they're little. Lee Harvey Oswald went to church when he was a boy. He was rambunctious. He didn't know how to pay attention. And that unwise Sunday school teacher told him, don't come back to church. You don't know how to behave in the house of God. He went out. He didn't know how to behave in the house of God nor anywhere else. History says he shot President Kennedy. Reach them while they're young. Some are not real. Some don't understand, but some do. And so we're under spiritual obligation to reach them. Number five, because when you are older, pride ensnares you. In Ecclesiastes 12.1, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. There's no false pride in children. You give a child a 50 cent piece or a $10,000 bill, he won't know the difference. He'll just say thank you. Now when you get a little older, you know the difference. But most little children don't know the difference. Children come to Jesus just as they are. Some crying, some smiling, some somber. But with adults, pride enters in. Amen. Number six, because children and youth do not hold grudges. Sometimes a person can get out with somebody and the rest of their life they won't speak to them. That doesn't happen with children. Children can fight and scrap and be mean to each other, the next day be good friends. There's no guile in little children. And Jesus said, suffer them to come to me, forbid them not. Number seven, because many who have been great servants of God were saved at an early age. Timothy was saved when he was young. He became one of God's great servants. Samuel was saved when he was young. Josiah became king and began to seek the Lord when he was 16. Others come when they're young. I think of many preachers and missionaries. W.O. Vaught, the pastor in Emmanuel Church in Little Rock, Arkansas, was saved when he was five. My nephew, Sing Oldham, was saved when he was five. My pastor, Dr. Gibson, was saved when he was 14. Spurgeon was saved when he was 14. Billy Graham was saved when he was 15. Moody was saved when he was 17. Dr. Clyde Gordon was saved when he was five. Some children do not have to, do not live to be adults. You know that. 
I think of the man <clears throat> I'm preaching out of a Bible that was given me by Lee Kennedy a few days after his son drowned. His son was 16. Roger had already given his heart to Jesus. Dr. Brother Lee Kennedy gave me this Bible and said, preach out of it about children. I have Roger's picture in the front of this Bible, reminding me that a lot of kids never grow up. I think of a little girl in our church years and years ago who had leukemia, eight years old. She put a hand on my shoulder at the hospital and said, stay with me. Pray that my eyes will come back. She, he couldn't, she couldn't see. I prayed, stayed with her until she went to heaven. And then her prayer was answered. Her eyes were opened. Amen. Listen, y'all. Reach the kids while they're little. Give them the word of God. Bring them in. Let them hear about Jesus. Love them. And pray that they'll be saved. Amen. Not everybody that makes a profession of faith is saved. We had a lady one time that came. She got down here at the altar and bawled and asked God to save her and got up and shouted and shouted and shouted. She left church, never came back. I don't know whether she was saved or not. I believe when people get saved, they won't go to church. I've seen little children come, give their hearts to Jesus, not understand all that needs to be understood. When I was saved, I didn't understand all about the Trinity or, or predestination. I didn't under, understand how Jesus was the vicar for, for God. I didn't understand how he vicariously died on the cross for everybody, but I knew I needed what that preacher was talking about. And I invited Jesus into my heart, and God saved me. Suffer the children to come unto me. Forbid them not, for of such is the kingdom of heaven. Let's pray. Our Father, we thank you for little children. We thank you that this church is given and given and given, that kids might hear about Christ. Thank you for bus pastors who go out of the highways and hedges and bring them in. Thank you for Sunday school teachers who lovingly go after them and hold them close to the heart of God. Thank you, Lord, for mothers and daddies in this auditorium and within the sound of my voice today who love their little kids and get them under the word of God. We pray that I will bless this week as we bring children to Jesus. We pray that some will be saved and all will come to know God in a better way. We pray for those that are in this auditorium today who have never been saved, that the Spirit of God will touch their hearts and draw them to Jesus. We pray in Christ's name. Amen. Let's stand, please. What page is 468. Without him, I could do nothing. 468. While we sing, God's invitation is open. If you're here and you're not saved, I want to ask you to come to Christ this morning just like you are. If you're a Christian and you haven't been baptized, you ought to come and say, I'm ready to follow the Lord in baptism and be the first one tonight to follow Jesus in baptism at the service. God bless you. If your church membership is somewhere else and God wants you here, you come today. Do what God tells your heart to do while we sing and pray.